Live from 33 East, Ida B. Wells Drive, this is The Ryan Pollock Show on 88.1 WCRX-FM. We'll do it live. We'll do it live! The Ryan Pollock Show. I'll write it and we'll do it live! The Ryan Pollock hey welcome into another edition of the ryan pollock show here on wcrx fm this is now the third or fourth. I can't remember. I'm, I'm losing track. I've done so many of these. I guess I'm getting pretty comfortable now. Uh, we have another music guest of Chicago in. Uh, and, you know, as the kids say these days, they say, don't sleep on this artist. Uh, don't sleep on this artist that's joining me today. She is the real deal. She's only 21, and she's already played South by Southwest. Uh, she's played hundreds of venues. Uh, her music is already racked up thousands of streams on social media. She is the real deal, Morgan Gold. All right, well, uh, I'm going to be playing a few songs for you guys. Uh, that sounded really official. Uh, first one um, is, a sing- is a single that I released uh, earlier this year, and uh, it's called Up All Night. And uh, if you guys haven't listened to it yet, then I hope you like it here. With your poetic side I'll comply for tonight And all the things I had to do Before the afternoon They don't talk to me like you do Cause I've heard these compliments before And they always feel brand new That's what I get for being good to you Another night about to keep me up Wonder why I'm sleeping up Cause it don't really matter all that much to me I know what you need and I can't keep it all Another night about to keep me up Wonder why I don't sleep enough it don't really matter all that much to me I'll be up all night Setting the mood for the morning I'll be up all night Setting the mood for the morning Trying to make it right Oh, trying to make it right Words that are spoken and those that I keep to myself Cause honesty's never the answer when looking for help Ooh, man, fairy tales out of throwaways Keeping you wide away So I'm tossing and turning and trying to make it alright Cause I know how you get when I'm ready to close my eyes And it's easy to like being lonely once you're all alone But it's easier taking your love since I can't find my own I've heard these compliments before I always feel brand new It's what I get for being good to you And I say another night about to keep me 
Wonder why I don't sleep enough, no It don't really matter all that much to me I know what you need and I can't keep it all Another night about to keep me up Wonder why I don't sleep enough, no It don't really matter all that much to me I'll be up all night Setting the mood for the morning I'll be up all night Setting the mood for the morning Trying to make it Oh Trying to make it right Tell me I'm what you're waking up for When you're on the other end I'll be up all night Up all night Morgan Gold joins us here on the Ryan Pollock Show Beautiful We tried a different format this week I, I told yeah. her I wanted her to uh, I wanted her to uh, Start with a song And uh, Started with a great song Started with the track off of your latest EP That's right um, it was, it's funny. Like I wrote that, uh, I wrote that a year ago and I he had no idea, like variety of podcasts, I really had no idea class, what it was going Flora to be. I Hopkins hadn't Hill. really found a producer yet that I clicked with. America, like I didn't even go to recording studios. Striving I kind of just, individuals careers. Check it like out. I, I wrote it knowing it was going to really be something cool, and then I made it in my bedroom, <laughs> uh, with uh, with my producer now Jay Kaga, and that's still t- to date probably like my favorite song. And you guys have such a tight relationship, from what I've heard. Uh, yeah. uh, and that's always a great thing in music is is having relationships with producers and keeping those people close because they are the ones that know your creativity so well, and they know how to express your music uh, when you come in and you sit down you play on guitar exactly and and plus it's like you know there are so many there are so many people who i've met this past year who have just really understood me on the level that i've always wanted to be understood on and especially especially when it came to especially when it came to jake i mean we just like we sit down and we ultimately we know exactly what the final product should sound like, but we have different ways of getting there. So like the challenge, but what makes it such a fun challenge is that whenever we sit down and we create something, we're always like, okay, I have this angle versus this angle. And then we'll just kind of like interweave both strategies and see which one works. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, I think that we, um, we may have jumped the gun a little bit on, on talking about production of your songs because I will certainly get to that because yeah. the production of your songs, your songs are amazing. Do you mind if I take my headphones off really quick? Take just your headphones just, off. Yeah, yeah. Take them off. Oh, <laughs> uh, no, no, no. I'm just making sure that like my, uh, make sure the guitar, I love this guy, but he can get a little Yeah, big. Uh, Morgan Gold, she's got a guitar. If you're listening in the radio, uh, uh, pull over. Pull up our Facebook Live uh, at Chicago's Underground, and you can see Morgan. She's sitting here. She's got her headphones back on. My headphones are back on. Headphones are back, back on. on. <laughs> uh, things are getting crazy in here. Uh, no, but we jumped the gun a little bit. We were talking about production of your songs, but talk about how you even got into music to begin with. And and I know that's such a cliche question. Like, no, what? How did you find your path? But how <laughs> did? What brought you to music? Um, I mean, I've been I've been writing songs since I was ten. Um, I, I've always been in love with music, uh, from a very early age. I was just always intrigued with the art of performing and I, I didn't know whether I wanted to be more of a, a singer or more of a, of a comedian, of an actor. And I kind of just, um, I fell in love with songwriting just cause I grew up on like, I grew up on the Beatles and I loved the way that they just constructed these really simple melodies. But it just, I mean, like, lo- like, love, like, how many real lyrics are in Love Me Do, but yet how catchy is it and how well does it stick with people? That's what intrigued me about songwriting. So I was like, okay, this is what I want to do. I just want to get inside people's heads. And you know what? That is uh, such a debate that I've had with a lot of my friends is what what matters more, melody or lyrics? Melody or lyrics? And I... 
I've always advocated melody because yeah. like lyrics are very important and it's the message of your song and it's kind of um, who you are as a person and, and you want to portray a message. But at the end of the day, if it's not catchy, people yeah. aren't going to listen. And it, and it, it the, the challenge is too, is that I think that, you know, a lot of people when, if they do come to the conclusion that they want to be more of a melodic writer than like a poetic writer, then I, I feel that it's really important to keep the content meaningful because what you, what you don't want to do i mean in my opinion like what you don't want to do is you don't want to you don't want to sacrifice like your truth just for the sake of being catchy because then that's when it becomes kind of cliche so i think what i wanted to do as a songwriter was i wanted to take my perspectives and i wanted to take um i just wanted to take the things that i've seen and put them in a way where it makes sense Especially because, like, I love songs that are really complex. I love songs that are really, like, deep and, like, just may not make sense the first kind of listen. But, like, I wanted to have the challenge of taking something really, really deep and putting it in the terms where, like, a third grader can listen to it. And even the third grader would kind of be like, okay, I sort of understand what this person's talking about. Like, that's the ultimate goal at the end of the day. Yeah, and I mean, this certainly sounds like you've thought about this a lot and you yeah. have a lot of, um, the, just the way you talk, Yeah, I can tell that you have been doing this for a very long time. Uh, I can also tell that through your music. Uh, you talked about the Beatles, but who else do you say that you've pulled inspiration from? Because your music certainly doesn't sound like the Beatles. And yeah. I think that's the fascinating thing about the Beatles is how many people are inspired by them but don't sound anything like them. And you don't sound like the Beatles. Who, who else would you say you're inspired by? The Weeknd. Okay. All right. <laughs> I, I have proof of this. I, my next question is, who do you sound like in your opinion? You know. And after that, I put, I always put who I think you sound like. Yeah. And I said, The Weeknd. <laughs> uh, I don't know. It's not certainly not your voice, but... Your music sounds like yeah. The Weeknd. I didn't know who your, who your voice sounds like. It's very unique. I've heard Justin Bieber so many times. What? Yeah. Especially like when I first really started singing around the age of like 15, 16, when I really just tried to explore like what my voice could do. Um, I would just get like, oh my gosh, you sound like young Justin Bieber. And even like in some of the, like, um, in some of the earlier demos of uh, the songs on the EP, where I would, um, if I felt that I couldn't maybe hit a note as clearly with my chest voice, I would have to go kind of nasal with it. And if I were to go nasal, then we would just sit and listen and be like, Bieber. Yeah. <laughs> now, I, I would have never would have never said Bieber. I was thinking Dua Lipa. Thank you. Um, I don't know if... I was trying to listen. I was going back and forth to your music earlier today. I was going between her and Alessia Cara. And I was just jumping back and forth, and I was like, I don't know if she does sound like these people, and I couldn't put my, I couldn't quite articulate who I thought you sounded like. And I think that's a good thing because I do think that's a good thing. You too. sound, you sound like you should sound like someone, but you don't. Right. And that is what you want as a musician. And I think it's really important too, especially because I think that these days, especially because a lot of people are vocal on social media and a lot of people I think want to be as original as possible. I think that it's really tough for the oversaturation of music that's going on. It's really tough to be inspired by something without kind of copying it. And that, I was worried about doing that with, I've seen enough, I know what it does, but I think then I focused solely on the way that I write and I think that I think that what the weekend does is because he wants to be more of a mysterious, ominous kind of being as opposed to me, where I'm a little bit more extroverted. I think that what he does is he takes the story, chops it up, and then kind of like puts vague little summaries like that he uses as his lyrics. For me, I try to take the entire story, but then simplify the entire story almost to where maybe I'm talking a little too much, but then I just kind of like use that as my way to help the listener weave their way through the song. Wow. 
that's that is a lot of <laughs> thought that you there's a time in the shower time right yeah, before you go a to lot bed. of shower time <laughs> yes <laughs> just thinking about this and and that's great i mean you, you certainly can tell that you've thought about this a lot in your music um but yeah, the weekend definitely wrote that down on my piece of paper, and I will show you. And you said your social media presence too. Uh, you brought that up. I wanna I wanna plug this for later in the show. I have a new segment that we're gonna be doing with Morgan. It's called Tweet or Twit. Ooh, okay. And I I don't want to give away too much of. This. I don't want you to give away too much. I just, I want to be surprised by whatever this is. Let's just say it has to do with your Twitter. <laughs> Did you go through my tweets when I first started up my account? Because some of them are embarrassing. I'm not going to lie. I'm going to spill the beans right now. I've got <laughs> five of your tweets printed out here. Oh, and I no. And I want, and I just, <laughs> this all started because I was looking for, um, I was going through doing some research on you and I found your Twitter and it's hilarious. It's a great Twitter account. Check it out at uh, Morgan Gold Music. It's very funny. <laughs> But also very it's, serious. It's really well like run because it has really? a great. Really, thank you. Yeah, it's got a great combination of uh, funny and then like, hey, I'm dropping this here in a couple days. Oh, and man. I was so insecure about my Twitter when I first uh, like when like when I first got it started because one of my main like issues is that like so I'm a comedy major at Columbia. I could tell. Thank you, and I wanted to see if I could like keep the the high energy of a comedian but also kind of like the seriousness of a musician and i think you know like my my subject matter and my songs are like pretty serious and dark at times but like sometimes i think when my when like my funny side and my serious side are like on one twitter account i I was kind of like okay how am i going to balance this out and to hear you, I mean, to hear you say it's funny. Honestly, I'd rather have my Instagram be a little more serious and my Twitter be a little more funny. Yeah, Twitter's that place to do that. Exactly. Yeah. It, it's just, it's you tweet out memes quicker. Like, yeah. You know, I don't think, I mean, you can't really repost stuff on Instagram. You could just like and comment on it. So, I mean, Twitter, like, oh my God. Like, some of the memes that I even got to tweet, like, you know, retweet today. Oh, just good. Well, I didn't, brilliant. I didn't, you know, I just started scrolling down. I was like, there's got to be gold down here. No pun intended. But uh, yeah, check, nah, that was totally intentional. That was intentional. <laughs> yeah. Check it out. Uh, Morgan Gold Music on all the social medias. You can also tune in on our Facebook, uh, Facebook live stream or, of course, in your car. Tune in radio app WCRX FM. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back. Morgan's got some more music. We've got some Twitter. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to The Ryan Pollock Show here on WCRX FM. Woo! Be sure to check out WCRX's variety of podcasts, including Profiled, hosted by Kaylin Lohr, which explains the unique artistic endeavors of a plethora of students at Columbia College Chicago. Hear about each artist's inspiration, accomplishments, and goals. Check it out. That was the coolest moment of my life. I mean, first time with a wireless mic, first time I really experienced what it was like to move around and work a big stage and work a big crowd and i think i got a little too excited at times um, available wherever you get your podcast hey welcome back into the ryan pollock show uh we're sitting with chicago musician morgan gold she's from schaumburg and we were talking about this earlier you know because like people that live downtown in chicago get all offended when some suburb person says that they're from chicago but I was asking her if she says she's from Chicago or if she says she's from Schaumburg. I, I used to say I was from Schaumburg because I was, I, I was like, I was one of those people that was always like, you know, you really uh, should just be honest and say where you're from. But like, you know, I, I've I did some traveling last summer and I actually told someone that I'm from Schaumburg and they're like, where's that? And I was like. Oh my God! I'm in the situation now where I'm just like, ah, Chicago. Chicago. So honestly, it's just easy. if if I'm talking to someone from Illinois, then I will like what I'll say is I am from. I mean, I, I live in Chicago now, so I'll say Chicago. But like, if I was living in Schaumburg, then and I would run into that situation, I would have been like, okay, I'm from just outside of Chicago in a suburb called Schaumburg. Schaumburg. Explain the whole situation. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they'll know. yeah, because yeah, because they'll know. I mean, they're they're from the same state. Like they'll they'll understand it. Yeah, for sure. If, if you're if you're not a Chicagoland citizen, then they will also understand that. They'll be like, oh, okay, because only people know about Chicago. Uh-huh. 
Yeah, it's a it's a complex thing. If you don't live in Chicago, then you don't understand how sensitive people get about it. But you know what? Uh, if you do live in Chicago, that you know about is Morgan Gold, and you, you certainly should. know about her EP. I've seen enough, comma. I know what it does, comma, comma. Well, I was going to ask you about the title of it because I've seen enough is one of the songs on the album, but then the title of the album is more extended. I know what it does. What what does that mean? And why did you add that on there? Um, well, so I had, we came up with the title the night that I wrote the song. Um, Jake was working on the beat. I wrote all the lyrics and I we actually wrote it as, we wrote that chorus, I've seen enough, I know what it does, as a bridge. And um, I just kind of kept singing it and he's like, oh no, that's the hook. And... Uh, I, I mean, that song is kind of all about, I mean, it's the finale of the EP, so it's all about um, trying to move on from, like, your temptations that kind of held you back, um, a lot of, like, the vices that got you into bad habits, and so, um, and th- those can either be any- anywhere from drugs to toxic people, um, in in this case, uh, mainly, like, you know, relationships, and um, and so... The, the phrase, I've seen enough, I know what it does, just is kind of like, all right, like, I've had enough of this, and I know what it does to me and my mentality and my health, so I need to leave it. Yeah, I, I saw a quote from Study Breaks uh, that, that you said in there. You said, this is definitely the darkest project I've ever released, but it feels like all that negative energy is finally coming together. And once it's released, a huge weight is going to be lifted off my shoulders. Mm. You don't come off as a dark person. And uh, from my first impression, and um, the music is interesting because it it definitely has lyric content that is very heavy. Um but is there a theme to the album? Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, the theme the theme is essentially like about calling out, like calling out your demons, calling out, um, calling out the toxicity in your life, and kind of putting it on a pedestal. And essentially, it it kind of starts off as me talking to somebody else, and then it slowly kind of works its way into me essentially talking to myself because it's like you know you can get. You can get in a relationship. Uh, sorry, you can get in a relationship with someone, and um, you can, you know, you can blame the other person for the way that you are. But at the end of the day, you got yourself into the situation, and when you hold on to it long enough, then it defines you. And so, the it, like up all night, it kind of starts off as just like this swirling tornado of madness and then by the time you get to bathroom tiles I kind of get myself into a situation where I feel like I'm in a corner just at my lowest point and then finally after that song then I've seen enough starts and I'm kind of just opening the door trying to walk again trying to be like okay I'm gonna try to move on from this and like this is my third EP that I've released. I've done three in a year. Um, and this was, <clears throat> like, not only was it the darkest, but it was also just probably the one where I took myself seriously as an artist. And I wasn't, like, you know, trying to be anything anymore. Like, the last two EPs, like, I mean, they're wonderful for what they were. I mean, Chaos was a great, great EP. But I was still really unsure of myself as to whether or not I could put out a project. I think this was where I got to be my most honest. I got to explore darker themes. And, I mean, essentially, I've been trying to say a lot of these lyrics for a really long time. Yeah. Because, I, I mean, like, I'm not, a, I'm not a dark person at all. I'm very optimistic. I'm very extroverted and outgoing. But... You tend when when you tend to fake that kind of energy for a really long time, there's a little bit of darkness that just builds and builds and builds and builds and builds. So you may not be a dark person, but if you have something inside of you that's dark, and you let it build up over time, then you you've seen you've seen some dark stuff. Seen enough. Yeah, you've seen enough. <laughs> that's l- 
He got it, guys. Gotcha. Yes. Ryan got it. I understand. I know exactly. Uh, I, I've listened to the album a few times now, and uh, I love it. I love the production work on it. it. I don't know how to say this with the right way, but it is definitely the most well-produced album I've ever heard from someone that I could call into a radio show of mine. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, like, you know, there's certainly no way that I'd be able to get uh, Dua Lipa on my show. Uh, and the the production sounds amazing on it. Uh, I mean, that's that's all Jake. I mean, the guy, the guy, the guy's a genius. What I love about his production, like above anything, and I've told him this plenty of times, but he always aims to not only just you know produce a really good track, but he knows how to set up an atmosphere and build a landscape with the sounds and the tools that he has which I think is very important I mean kind of back to what we were talking about you know melody versus lyrics is you know I I want to write you know awesome melodies I want to write the I want to write the top 40 million dollar ones because I would like to have a million dollars but if that means that I have to set aside meaning and truth and set aside you know the unique experience that I could be giving listeners then I would rather just sit with Jake and work on something conceptual that maybe would only mean that much to us. And we would, that's that. I mean, that is the true, um, the true statement of an artist. What you know, you know, you've met a real artist that is into their work when they say I'd put $40 million aside because you're compromising my art. And yeah. And plus I think that, I think there's, there's something to be said about just trying to, bring the conceptual music back i mean like you know not to say that uh you know 80s rock was maybe the most conceptual thing ever but i mean i got really inspired too by listening to journey um like right around the like final days of writing the ep just because you know you take something that's got a really strong melody but also i mean you know they had some pretty complex lyrics they had really good storylines and that kind of music sold out stadiums and it, you know you call it pop rock you call it but i mean you know who's ever gonna write a song again like don't stop believing or um girl can't help it yeah i mean there's certainly no issue with uh, it's amazing when you can combine both the lyric content and the melody content because so many people sacrifice like you said they sacrifice their melodies uh for their lyrics or they sacrifice their lyrics for their exactly. melodies and um when you can combine both of those it certainly seems like you've been able to do it successfully. And uh, I, I'm guessing that I'm going to see plenty of more music like I, that in the future. I hope so. I mean, that's that's always been the mission from day one. Like when I when I first even when I first started writing lyrics, um, I would never put the because something that people always ask me to is what comes first, the lyrics or the music. And I write both at the same time. And I always have if I I mean, that has kind of changed now that I've been more exposed to the environment of going to a studio, getting presented a beat, and then me writing to it. Because now it's interchangeable. I'll you know think of a melody or I will think of like a sentence. But usually if I sit down and I write a song, then I will almost never be confused um, as to, oh, like, well, how am I going to sing this? I always have an idea. That's that's good, and that just means you're developing more as a musician, and you're just figuring out how to how to exactly. write from different avenues, which is great. What you have to do as a musician, you have to be able to write for yourself, but other people, if you want to be a songwriter. Uh, mm -hmm. So, speaking of this album, you got another song off of the album. I do that you're going to play for us. What's it called? It's uh, the second single. I've seen enough. Um, we actually originally called it. Um, we actually originally called it. I've seen enough. I know what it does. But then that night, um, we decided to uh, call the project I've Seen Enough, I Know What It Does. And then the single will just be called I've Seen Enough. Um, and this is probably, it's, a, it's, it's my mom's favorite. Uh, mom, if you're tuning into this live, um, then hello, how are you? Shout out to the mom. Yeah, uh, shout out to the mom. Mom of Morgan Gold. Uh, you can tune in on Facebook Live. That's right. At Chicago uh, Chicago's she underground. Have, she doesn't have Facebook. Oh man, that's well, why, that, that's why Facebook, I texted her during break. If you have Facebook out there, you can tune in to uh, at Chicago's Underground. Check us out on the live Facebook feed. If you're in your car, zooming down the road, eighty-eight point one, or on the TuneIn Radio app. Because uh, right now, 
Morgan Gold. Right now. What you will with it, and it's always made the most of us. We let it break the both of us. I only ask for a night. Would you put your real life aside? There's something that we have yet to find. Keeping us alive. I've seen enough. I know what it does. And I've seen enough. I know what it does. And I, I. What it does to us, hey, I see enough, and I've seen enough. I, I carry you through the end. You leaving. Now lay none on the front lines Just for you to watch again I carry you through the end You leaving me for dead Now I'm laying down on the front lines Just for you to watch again seen enough morgan gold off of her latest ep i've seen enough i don't know i know what it does <laughs> i don't know what it does no one knows what it does until just came have. out in may too it's hot yeah. off the press you can listen to it where can we find it uh all the big platforms right yeah uh spotify apple music uh soundcloud audio mac um amazon google play all that good stuff if you have internet connection, you can find the song. Uh, just go go look at her music. Go check it out because it doesn't sound anything like that, the produced yeah, version, not at which all. is good. It uh, really kind of gives you something to look forward to, and it, it gives you some variety to your sound, and it sounds amazing. Uh, we have some more amazing-sounding things coming up after the break. 
yep. on the Ryan Pollock show because we've got some tweets here from Morgan Gold <laughs> that she's tweeted out through the years. I'm really, I'm really curious as to what you pulled up. Yeah, this is the newest segment uh, on the Ryan Pollock show. It's called Tweet or Twit, <laughs> and uh, we'll hit that when we come back. Don't go anywhere because you're listening to the Ryan Pollock show here on 88.1 WCRX FM. Be sure to check out WCRX's variety of podcasts, including Focal Point, created in collaboration with the Museum of Contemporary Photography. Focal Point is a podcast exploring the artists, themes, and processes that define and sometimes disrupt the world of contemporary photography. Check it out. What are the rules with photographing buildings and and places where people lived their lives and and what have you come across in doing that project? Yeah, I mean, I try to approach it in many ways in the same way. Um, I don't always have the same connection to that particular place that I might have with a connection with a person. Mm -hmm. Um, But I, I, I try to approach projects that, yeah, that are about that are about buildings or involve buildings as a way to talk about these other things um, in a similar kind of way. Available wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, welcome back to the Ryan Pollock Show here on WCRX FM. We're continuing our conversation with Chicago musician Morgan Gold. Uh, Check out her stuff right now. Actually, not right now because uh, you're listening to us and Cardi B apparently is still on. Uh, Let's shut Cardi B off. Cardi B, get out of here. We're, we're listening to Morgan Gold. Uh, I love you, Cardi B. Though. Yeah, as soon as you get off, if we get off the air, uh, check her out on Spotify. Not Cardi B, Morgan Gold. <laughs> I could definitely use m- more of the streams at the moment right now. Yeah, Cardi B doesn't need streams. Hey, uh, hey the new single, though, is fire, not going to lie. You know what, though? Let's stop talking about Cardi B. She's got enough. Uh, she's got enough <laughs> plug. Yeah, let's, yeah, put the attention on me for a little no, bit. No, let's put bit. the attention on your Twitter. So All we've right. got a new segment on the Ryan Pollock <laughs> Show. It's called Tweet or Twit. And what I've done, I just created this two hours ago, too. Okay. So this is like a this is a, a brand new brainchild of mine. Um, I, went, I went creeping through your Twitter, and I found five tweets that I want you to review. Because, you know, after you go through like a few years or... Uh, a, a few months, you kind of look back on some of your stuff. You're like, "Why did I say that?" Okay, yeah. I um, so I want you to you decide if if you stand by your tweet or you think it was a twit. All right, for sure. This one, uh, Morgan tweeted, "Is it bad that I don't disagree?" Dot 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 question mark. And she she quoted the tweet: "Boston accent rated sexiest." <laughs> no, no, no. I'm sorry. Boston Boston accent rated second sexiest in America. Survey says. Um, okay. Twit or tweet? Uh, Do you stand by that? I stand by the joke, but I'm going to say twit only because I would have liked to have worded it differently. So wait, what is this? Is the Boston accent the sexiest to you? Um, it is. I mean, it's definitely top three. In terms of America, I think that like, I mean, like, I don't know. Um. There's a lot of charm that comes from the kind of drawl, but like edgier drawl that comes from a Boston accent. Um, so what are your other top three? Or like your other top two uh, of the top I three? I mean, I definitely, I like a good New York accent. And then um, I'm trying to think. You're an East Coaster. Yeah, I mean, I'm, fr- I'm from the West Coast, but I mean like, uh, you know, born in LA. But uh, I mean, you know. There really isn't much of an accent besides, like, you know, like, bro and... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, like, they're, you know, it's more of, like, the lingo and the way that, like, you know, the West Coasters carry themselves. Um, but I'd say a New York accent's pretty cool. And then, uh, I mean, I love I love a good Chicago accent. I don't know if it's sexy. I would no, say... No, it's not. No, no it, it's, def- it's definitely not sexy. Um but it's it's charming. All That's right. What it is. All right. You know what? I, I think I'm gonna put Boston, New York, and let's go with the. Uh, you know what? Let's just play that. Like I will admit, I do like a nice Southern accent. Okay. All right. Yeah, nice little Southern draw. But that. But the, they y- y- U.S. accents do not compare to like. Uh, oh like, well, no, no. I mean, you get an English guy and. So, like English uh, a so- woman, yeah. Or- a, a, a South Shields accent from a woman is maybe the sexiest, most attractive thing I've ever heard. All right, but she is standing by. She does like the Boston, so I do like the Boston. We're gonna accent. we're gonna give that a we're gonna give that a tweet. Yeah, just uh, keep it. Here's the second one. 
This one is, I've suddenly remembered that within, the, your parents are listening, right? I hope yeah. they're listening. Yeah, no, I hope they're listening. Good. Uh, I've suddenly remembered that within the last two years, I've been denied the opportunity to, I can't even finish this tweet, to work at three different sex shops. <laughs> I'm still very bitter about they this. Bo- <laughs> oh, tweet, come on. I Both of my parents liked that tweet. And I think my dad, shout out dad, he retweeted it or said something about it. I think he's like, I'm so proud or something like that. Um, Supportive parents. I like it. I mean, my mom would, my mom definitely, like, we had a conversation about that, like, the following week. And she was like, yeah, I would have been not happy with you. And my dad, I feel like he had more of the attitude of like i mean as long as you're bringing in good money like if it pays more than your current job like whatever but <laughs> now my question is would you have had to get would you have been would you have known the store's product already or would you have to educate yourself that's I, the question I because how do you go into that interview and how is that not an awkward interview? Like, can you sell our products? Oh, yeah, I, I know all about your products. I mean, I, I think, I mean, the stores that I applied to, um, I got denied from two because I wasn't educated enough, and I think they just didn't have the time to train someone. I mean, you know, the, 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 there are a lot of toys and tools to go over, so I <laughs> I don't know if I would have maybe crammed in all that information in one week, and then I just I got denied from the third one because it was in... They had had, like, cases of weird guys coming in, and they didn't want, like, a girl working there by herself, which I can... Oh, yeah, I guess. I can respect that, but actually, then when I got hired by my new job, then they were were like, hey, we need you, and I'm like, too Uh, late, like... Yeah, you had your chance. Yeah, I can't work part-time, and, you know, I truly think that I should have gotten hired strictly for my charm. I think that there is nothing cooler than a charming lesbian selling you sex toys. <laughs> and I, I mean, the tips that I would have gotten, like, I probably, like, I probably would have been pulling in waitress tips, but, you know. That's great. What's it, like, what's in the past? Hey, we're reading through Morgan's tweets uh, on my new segment, Tweet or Twitch. He's deciding, now, was that a tweet? Was oh, that a tweet. tweet. That's a I'm tweet. All right, she stands by that be- tweet. That's one of my best tweets. Uh, here's one. This is more a serious uh you said, I decided to pursue music when I was driven by jealousy, anger, anger, and resentment. The drive was there, but not for the right reasons. Time to chill the p- out. Have some fun and dominate the right way. That's a good tweet. I'm, tweet. I'm going to give you a tweet for that. Tweet. I but mean, talk about that one a little bit. I, I mean, I've always been a very ambitious person. And I think that, I mean, the reason why I like started having interest in performing in the first place was because, I mean, there were, there were two things. It was the love of performing, but it was also like the constant need for attention. I love attention. I will fight to have it. I mean, it's just, it's one of those impulses and, uh, I'm a very like, you know, I'm a passionate person. And when, when passionate meets a kind of like negative energy, then it quickly just like turns to anger so I mean like I you know I started doing music strictly because I saw some people uh doing music that I knew and I was just kind of like I can do so much better than this so I simply just did music so I could shut that down real fast you know what there's nothing wrong with a little competition though and nothing wrong with being a little competitive so that's good uh next tweet on uh tweet or twit is all right i'm just gonna confirm that a fan who will remain anonymous has she's laughing here uh she's laughing in the studio as i get to this she says uh oh no not all right she says i i'm gonna confirm that a fan who will remain anonymous has gotten laid to my music so that long time mission has been accomplished i feel blessed now my question is was this an inside job and was the person that got laid by you and you put on your own music because that no, that doesn't count. No, 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 no. I don't think I could do that. I love listening to my voice, but um <laughs> That'd be a little weird. I, I love listening to my voice, but that would be strange. Um well, first of all, I'm gonna confirm that I'm keeping that tweet. That is a great tweet. Um and it was not it was not an inside job. I simply like I didn't even expect it. Like the EP probably came out like a few like a few days before and um, a friend was DMing me, and she was like, just so you know, uh, I've gotten laid to your music, and it's 
pretty awesome. And I'm like, that was literally the goal. Like, I mean, there are a lot of goals that it's I It's like, that's it. I'm, I'm giving it all up. Yeah, I, I've like, reached my peak. I, I mean, I've had so many people tell me. No that, pun like, intended. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, there have been so many people that have been like telling me like, hey, like I, uh, I listen to your music when I want to like, you know, be in my feels and uh, I guess getting laid too. And I mean, you know, The Weeknd, who's my favorite artist, literally like, what do you do when you listen to him? You're either in your feels, you're getting laid, you're getting lit and I want to be all of that. And I'm like, all right, mission that's, accomplished. That's funny. I just, I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to ever get laid to my own music. Yeah, that's a little weird. I, I, don't, I don't have that. I have, a, I have a big ego. I don't have that big of an ego. <laughs> that's good. That's. I guess that's. Uh, that's not something that I could. I could do either. That's a little know. odd. Yeah, uh, but you know what? We'll finish on a good one. I already know that this is a tweet and not a twit. But you're ranking yourself. You said you don't have an ego, but this is the. This is going to be five out of five tweets and no twits. So uh, that's good. You stand by your tweets. I stand by my tweets. Uh, this one is both of my parents love the EP, so I've already won. You're pretty close to your parents. Oh, yeah. My parents are so supportive of my career. It, it's something that it's something that honestly, like I think about all the time because I don't like I don't know where. I, well, first of all, I don't know where I would be without my parents. They are they're encouraging. They keep me grounded. But they also, you know, they want me to reach for my highest dreams, which is which is really which is really a smart way of parenting too because like to have that kind of balance for a kid who wants to do something that a lot of people will you know a lot of people will tell me that it's impossible a lot of people have told me it's impossible and you've done comedy you've done music you've done some theater correct yeah i'm a co- i'm a comedy major my parents were probably sweating in their boots like when i was walking in high school graduation going wow our daughter's about to major in comedy but i mean like they they've always believed in me they've always they've always known that you know i've been i've been pursuing my dreams but trying to do it in a way where it's practical where i can make money like what i always try to tell them is like hey like in a year i am trying to make music my full-time job like because i know that if i want to be successful in this i have to know how to do it and only that for the rest of my life i gotta make money from it so that's good and i mean it sounds like that they're supportive and and they should be supportive and yeah. you certainly have a lot of great talent and you've uh you've already done and accomplished a lot yeah. of things they, that- come, they come to all my shows they uh they went to my subterranean show they saw me at the metro i mean i think they like when i was when i live streamed uh at south by southwest i think like i kid you not i think they were the only two viewers and that was honestly just like the greatest thing just being like wow like i don't care about anyone else who has watched if my parents are watching like they took time out of their day to watch me i mean it's just it's incredible i mean them my step parents my siblings i mean my entire my entire family like, I don't think anyone has badmouthed me or my career once. Maybe people have told me to, you know, maybe. Uh, I've definitely gotten the, hey, don't talk about yourself all the time. I'm like, okay, fine. And so, like, <laughs> but it's something that, like, I've definitely, like, I just, like, I have fun with it. Like, it's it's something that I actually get to brag about truthfully, which feels nice. But um, to have parents that, like, want the best for me, but also, you know, just want to make sure that I'm, like, you know, I'm healthy I'm consistent. I am, you know, doing this the right way. I could not be a luckier kid. That's good. And they're listening now, and you are listening now, either on the TuneIn Radio app, in your car, or on Facebook Live. Uh, Pull over, punch up the Facebook Live. It's at Chicago's Underground. Check us out there. We're going to continue the conversation with Morgan. Just a couple more minutes. come back i think we're going to talk about some shows you got coming up you got so much stuff going on yeah, you got, got a lot, a lot to talk got a about lot to plug yeah so we're going to take a quick break we're going to come back and we're going to plug some of your shows don't Let's go do anywhere it. you're listening to the ryan pollock show here be sure to check out wcrx's variety of podcasts including profiled hosted by kaylin lore which explains the unique artistic endeavors of a plethora of students at columbia college chicago hear about each artist's inspiration accomplishments and goals check it out that was the coolest moment of my life. I mean, first time with a wireless mic, first time I really experienced what it was like to move around and work a big stage and work a big crowd. And I think I got a little too excited at times, 
Available wherever you get your podcast. 88.1 WCRX-FM. This is The Ryan Pollock Show, and we're back for the final segment with local Chicago musician Morgan Gold. Check her out on social media, just Golden uh, or Morgan Gold Music, right? On everything across the board. Uh, great sounding albums, great sounding songs. Check her out. Uh, but you have some shows coming up. I do. Where are you going to be at? Um, let's see. I, uh, I'm doing an acoustic set uh, with uh, Flotation uh, at St. Charles uh, this Friday. Um, I got a show uh, with Nixie Creators, who is a wonderful local collective here in Chicago, um, at 3012 West Belmont. Uh, that's June 21st, and I think that goes from 8 to 1 p.m. Um, I might be performing some uh, brand new songs there so that'll be pretty cool um what else do i got i mean i got that um the big one that i would that i'd like to take time to plug um i'm gonna be doing a battle of the bands at the elbow room july 1st and um winner competes at the im and the taco fest that comes up later in the summer uh so that's a huge opportunity and um that'll, that'll be my first time too playing at elbow room which is going to be that's a cool venue. Yeah, I, that's awesome. I love that venue. Um, I went. To, I've only been to one show there because uh, at because like at the time I like couldn't get in um, unless like it, they did like a seventeen plus show there. Uh, so I went. Um, but that'll be my first time taking the stage, and oh, that's gonna be a really cool night. Yeah, that's a fun that. venue. It's very intimate. So mm-hmm. yeah, it'll be perfect uh, for that. And you'll do well there. Where could we check out all of your dates? Uh, do you have a spot? Social media. That's probably the best. Yeah. So spot. yeah. So all of my social media um, at Morgan Gold Music. Um, I've got a website that's coming pretty soon as well. Uh, that'll be available by the end of this week, I think. Um, looks good. Uh, designed it myself. Uh, so all graphic design. Well, if your website's be... anything like your songs, then it's gonna it's gonna look good. So <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll we'll see we'll see what the graphic designers have to say about it. <laughs> I hope they're not too rough with me. Hey, Morgan Gold, thank you so much for coming down on the Ryan Pollock Show, taking time out of your day to come down here and and play some tunes for us and uh, and having a great conversation. It's great yeah, to talk you, to you. Yeah, you've been you've been a really really great host to me and I really really appreciate this. Oh, of course. It's easy when you got such a great musician in here, so thank you. Thank you. Hey, tune in every week 7 p.m. right here on 88.1 WCRX FM. Uh don't go anywhere cuz we got some hot hits coming up after the break. You've been listening to the Ryan Pollock show. I'll talk to you in 1 week. Until then, have a good one. Did you enjoy the podcast? Be sure to check out WCRX's variety of podcasts, including Focal Point, created in collaboration with the Museum of Contemporary Photography. Focal Point is a podcast exploring the artists, themes, and processes that define and sometimes disrupt the world of contemporary photography. Check it out. What are the rules with photographing buildings and and places where people lived their lives and and what have you come across in doing that project yeah i mean i try to approach it in many ways in the same way um i don't always have the same connection to that particular place that i might have with a connection with a person Mm -hmm. um but I, i i try to approach projects that yeah that are about that are about buildings or involve buildings as a way to talk about these other things um in a similar kind of way available wherever you get your podcasts